Five keys to improve building your self-confidence. What's going on, my people? Mi gente, pura vida. It's going down right now on No Permission Needed. I am your host that loves you the most, Ozeal. Welcome to our friendly neighborhood. This is the place, this is the podcast that will help you build, cultivate, and just give yourself permission to own your zeal in freedom. How you like that? That's off the top. That's off the top of the dome, off the top of the brain barrier, y'all. Check this out. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, you're like, what did I just tune into? This is just like a weird podcast. This is supposed to be serious. Like, hey, guys, welcome. Today, we're going to be. No, we're not going to do that. This is just not the flavor. This is not the flavor of the podcast here. This is going to be lighthearted, casual. Sometimes we'll get deep. And I'm going to share with you stories and tips and just kind of personal lessons that I've discovered along the way in my journey in hopes of helping you along your journey. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, for my loyal listeners, you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always staying plugged into the No Permission Needed podcast. Much, much appreciated as always. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to build self-confidence. And if you are currently struggling with your self-confidence, I want to share with you five key things that have helped me plug in. Take a listen, and let's enjoy this episode. So before we dig into the five things uh, I want to share with you on how to build and improve your self-confidence, I want to share with you the elephant in the room and talk about anxiety for a little bit. So what is anxiety? And I heard this recently on a different podcast, and I felt like this was, it just perfectly laid out the difference between anxiety and confidence. Anxiety is predicting an outcome going wrong. And confidence is predicting an outcome going right. Let that land for a bit. So anxiety is like not knowing, right? You're kind of like everything's in limbo and you're just questioning and there's self-doubt and it just invites fear and invites all the cousins and family members to come in and just consume your mind, consume your emotions. But everything is not uplifting. Nothing is positive. Nothing is optimistic. Everything is like, it's going to go wrong. This is what's going to happen. And what if he or she says, no, everything is in the wrong. Whereas confidence Once again, it's predicting when the outcome is going right. Some may say, well, don't you think that's a bit delusional, Ozil? And I don't think it is. I feel like confidence is when you're in a place where you are being optimistic, you're being positive, and you want to win, right? You have this desire to push through. And you're willing to take the hits, but you know that at the end of the day, being confident means becoming more bold, being fearless, and being okay when the outcome doesn't unfold the way you plan it to unfold. And we're going to dig into that because I feel like that's part of the five keys of building self-confidence. So 
Let me give you another example. Let's say you're asking for a raise at work and you're going into it thinking and just obsessing about the outcome. And what ends up happening is that you start questioning your value, your, your skill sets, and it starts making you feel like everything and everyone is against you. Have you felt that before? So this sense of pessimism, you know, it, it takes us away. It robs you from your ambitions and goals. So let me break down, you know, five keys that can help you improve your self-confidence. Number one is simply having a good relationship with failing. I alluded to this earlier, that being uncomfortable with not knowing the outcome and knowing that this being comfortable with failing, this allows you to be comfortable with just taking risk. It pushes you to newer heights. And I'm sure you heard the term, no risk, no reward, but it's the fear of not winning all the time that takes us away from the glory. It takes us away from the excitement of the pursuit. So it's important for us just to be happy if it just doesn't work out. You know, so the next time you feel like you fall short of something, give yourself some grace, my friends, and know that you have many more opportunities to move forward and give yourself that permission, that space. Give yourself some props for just taking the leap, for punching fear in the face and saying, look, I'm going to do this regardless of the outcome because this is something that's going to help me get to the next level. And through that, that's how you start building self-confidence because you are not attached to the outcome. No expectations. You're going to go through regardless. So that's key number one, is having a good relationship with failing. Number two is stop caring what others think. That's how you can improve your self-confidence. As a recovering people pleaser, my friend, listen, check this out. This one has been the most challenging roadblock for me. Real talk here. going to be completely transparent because we're going to keep it real on this podcast. It's not going to be just me being an expert and giving you advice. I'm going to be real. These are things that have resonated and been very, very challenging on my end. Trying to please everybody, trying to prove to everybody that you're worthy or you're capable. And the moment you realize people will judge you no matter what, you will find that inner strength to let go and just do you, just flow. And this is something that I'm still challenged with because I want to say yes to every opportunity. I want to keep the doors open. You don't want to burn any bridges, right? You just want to say, hey, yeah, I can help you. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And the next thing you know, you get into space. It's like, wait a minute. I'm saying yes. But why? Why am I triggered to say yes to everything? And that is rooted in not having the self-confidence to say, no, this is not the season for this. This does not feel right. As much as I would like to help you, I can't help you at this moment. Or this is not aligned with my values. I can't help you with this. Sorry. And not worrying what other people think because they're going to judge you, right? I mentioned this before on the podcast. Eleanor Roosevelt says, you will be damned if you do and damned if you don't. You're going to be judged regardless. 
So letting go what others think about you gives you that space, helps you be on that road to building self-confidence in making your decisions and owning it. Key number three for helping you improve your self-confidence is journaling. Now, you might have heard me mention this before on the podcast, but I can't tell you enough, my friends, how much writing down my emotions helped me get through some tough times. Journaling has helped me access my emotions like no other. Like it's helped me start questioning, you know, where the triggers are coming from. Writing gives clarity, you know, it it frees up that space, that mental space. So the next time that you feel anxiety and fear, take a moment to write it down and you'll start discovering the things that you can work on. I make this a daily habit. Sometimes, you know, I don't get around to it. I make sure that I'm always writing in my gratitude journal. And I've noticed that I'll start writing when I'm triggered or something is disturbing me or just like something's really bothering me. I'll write and journal. But if you get in the habit of journaling every single day, you'll be able to discover the things when you are in your highest high point and also the lowest. And it'll become more clear and apparent when you're frustrated, when you're dealing with tough times and how to handle these emotions. So I highly recommend that you buy a journal and you journal every day, whether it's like, you know, a a business meeting gone wrong or you said something that you weren't comfortable with or you had a dispute with a colleague or with the boyfriend or girlfriend, write it down and you'll find that it'll be interesting to see what kind of answers you'll get from the journal. Key number four is exercise. Now, working out has been therapy to me. I've let go of working out for the six pack. <laughs> I'm done, my friend. Like, I'm done. Like, no more, no more working out for the six pack. As much as I would like that to have that year round, like, you know, not even these people that you see on TV, you know, on movies, they don't even maintain it 24 7. So, why? So, why the pressure? Why the pressure? And I used to put so much pressure on myself, you know, trying to work out and eat 100% clean 24-7 and get this ideal physique. And if I didn't have this certain physique, I, I felt like I wasn't good enough. So one day, I was going out for a walk and, you know, I just started thinking about the way I look and treat my body, the way I perceive myself, the way... I look and I just decided, you know, the hell with it. I'm going to let go of all of it and just focus on exercising because it gives me energy. Because it changes my mood. It, it gives, it just uplifts my spirit. You know, going out for the walks in the evening, listening to podcasts and audiobooks. I just took exercise as part of my lifestyle. Not thinking about, once again, the results the outcome, the expectation. The results will come. Not only will you feel better, you'll mentally be charged. It's great for your brain health. There's so many benefits. The result is you will get slimmer. You will be healthier. Maybe get a four pack. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe, you know, and it's just a matter of just, again, giving yourself grace and just making sure that you are 
just getting out, exercising, whether it be in the gym or going out for a walk or doing yoga, stretching, whatever it is, exercise can help you physically. It can help you improve your overall brain health. It can definitely help you build your self-confidence. And last but not least, number five, invest in your outer environments. In order to protect your inner environment, to protect your peace, your inner peace, you must be mindful of the outer, of the exterior, what's out there, the people you surround yourself with, the information you take in on a daily basis, how much positivity you can keep around you. Like it's vital in improving your self-confidence. So what has helped me is just being around positive, productive people. Like I'm listening to podcasts that uplift me. I'm watching inspirational YouTube videos. I'm reading self-improvement audiobooks or listening rather. You know, I'm just doing an inventory constantly of what goes in and out of my life. And I suggest that you do the same. Check your environment, my friend, so you can protect your inner peace and positive energy. And this will help you build your self-confidence. If this episode has shifted your thinking or inspired you in any way, I would greatly appreciate it if you share this with your friends on social. You could tag me at RealOzeal. You can always email me at ozeal at ozeal.net. Always love hearing from our listeners' feedback. And I'm always open for suggestions as well. If you have any topics that you would like for me to cover, hit me up. Let me know. DM me. Send me an email. And, uh, you know, I really do appreciate it because as I always say, you know, my goal for this podcast is to empower you in our circle to own our zeal and freedom. And I'm going to continue pumping out the podcast episodes every Monday. So make sure you subscribe or not subscribe anymore. Come on, Ozio, (laughs) Mr. Podcast Coach, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast channel, whether that be Google, Spotify, Apple, and all the other ones that are out there. Please follow the podcast so you can stay updated. And of course, you can always join my email list at ozeal.net. Thank you so, so much for listening. Till next time, peace and one love. And remember to always give yourself permission to own your zeal and freedom.